This is the Daily Podcast Practice Show for Sunday, November 28, 2021, Day 28 of National Podcast Post Month. I'm your host, Rich Brimshaw, here to practice the art, the craft, and the sport of podcasting. It's another day on the microphone here. I'm doing my daily workout to build my podcasting muscles, build my podcasting cred. I'm doing my podcasting push-ups and pull-ups and doing my podcast cardio, doing my podcast six-pack, just getting on my podcast, training for my ultimate destiny as an A-list podcast host someday. You can find more over at dailypodcastpractice.com. Today is the start of two important religious festivals. They don't always start on the same day. They just happen to this year. It's the first day of the Jewish festival of Hanukkah, the festival of lights, and also the first day of the Christian season of Advent, that four-week period before Christmas. Both festivals are centered on themes of light in darkness and hope in despair, which rather confused me. So I went looking and I found this blog post from Pastor R.J. Grunwald, who's a pastor at the Faith Lutheran Church in Troy, Michigan. And from his post we read, As Jews have historically lit their candles in the celebration of Hanukkah, so also Christians have historically lit their candles in the preparation of Christmas known as Advent. As a Christian who loves Judaism, I think there is a beautiful marriage that takes place when we understand Advent and Hanukkah. Hanukkah is a festival of lights and the celebration of the miracle of light. Advent is about the celebration of light entering into the darkest places of this world. Advent is about the coming miracle that is celebrated in the incarnation of Jesus and the coming miracle that the darkness never overcomes the light. And it's even in the midst of a Hanukkah celebration that Jesus makes it clear who he is. And the following is a scripture reading from the book of John, chapter 10, verses 22 through 28. Then came the festival of dedication at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was in the temple courts walking in Solomon's colonnade. The Jews who were there gathered around him, saying, How long will you put us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. And Jesus answered, I did tell you, but you don't believe. The works I do in my Father's name testify about me, but you don't believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. Again, that was a reading from the book of John. Jesus shines the light onto himself in order to let them know that the Messiah has arrived. The miracle of Hanukkah is about a light. The miracle of Christmas is about the light. And in the midst of a dark world that is haunted by riots, racism, and broken homes, only the light of the world can overcome the dark. In the first chapter of John, the fifth verse, it says, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Hanukkah is the celebration of the light emerging from a dark time in which God's people weren't allowed to worship. Christmas is the celebration of the light of the world entering into the darkness of our own sin in order to make us children of the light. Well, thank you for that, Pastor Grunwald. And now it's birthday time. Born on this day in 1810 in Devon, England, the English engineer, hydrodynamicist, and naval architect 
William Frude. Bill was the first to formulate reliable laws for the resistance that water offers to ships, such as the whole speed equation. <laughs> yes, such as the famous whole speed equation. Famous, if not well known. For, uh, <laughs> let's go back to that sentence again. Bill was the first to formulate reliable laws for the resistance that water offers to ships and for predicting their stability. He was educated at Westminster School and Oriel College, Oxford, graduating with a first in mathematics in 1832. I'm not at all sure what that means, graduating with a first in mathematics. Well, good for you anyhow. He began his professional career as a railway engineer in England. And I, I think that he turned his attention to naval architecture or the design of ships in 1844. The Wikipedia entry for him is a little sketchy, but somehow he came to write an important paper that was published in 1861, and it became the basis of ship hull design. And quoting now from the Wikipedia entry, he was able to combine mathematical expertise with practical experimentation to such good effect that his methods are still followed today. Bill died in 1879 at the age of 68, while on holiday in Simonstown, South Africa, as an official guest of the Royal Navy. <laughs> and they did not ship the body back. No, they buried him in South Africa with full naval honors. So happy birthday, Billy Frude, and thank you for your contribution to the nautical enterprises around the globe. Let's take a question from 350 pretty good questions to ask. The next one in line is number 152. The question is, what happens in your country regularly that people in most countries would find strange or bizarre? Well, as I think just about all my listeners know, my country is the United States of America, and we're pretty much a bizarre place. The thing that comes to mind that we do that's so strange is lots of us not myself included, okay, but lots of the folks in the United States go out and buy military-grade weapons, guns, that we really don't need. And then we go kill lots of people with them just because we're angry or we're trying to make a point. I'm not talking about going to war here, okay? I'm talking about just going around the country and killing innocent people. We seem to like shooting people in schools especially. That happens very often. Although nightclubs are pretty popular and places where we work or maybe where we did work and got fired, or places where we shop are pretty popular. Yeah, I think most of the people in other countries would find this strange. I mean, they would find it strange that we allow this to happen over and over and over again. And I do too. Don't get me wrong. I believe in the Second Amendment rights that we all have to keep and bear arms. I just don't believe that we should make it easy for us to use personal weapons to kill innocent people. I don't have an answer on how to control this. But if I was from another country and I would read all the stories that are out there about these killings in the United States of America, I would find it strange and bizarre. So that's my answer to that question. And that is all for today. We're going to wrap this up in this bag I got at Walmart last week, and we're going to stick a fork in it because it's done. I'm Rich Grimshaw, and you are invited to join me again tomorrow. Thanks for listening.